What's happening? It's your boy 911 and you're tuned in to AVG Podcast. As always, man, you know how we do it. Let's get to it. So today I got a special guest with me. I got my barber that I finally had to pin her down. This is a celebrity barber, so it's hard getting her out here. But what's up, Ju? What up, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do when I get a haircut. Everybody be wondering what takes so long when I do. This is what we do. So what's been up, man? How long you, uh, I know you got your new shop now. So how has it been going with the new shop? Everything been good. It's been good. Um, I actually like it. Everybody asks me how do I like it. Yeah. I like it better than a shop setting because my own city. Got you. Now, where you originally from? I'm from North Carolina. You from North Carolina. And how long you been cutting? Because, um, see, this is the first thing when we met that amazed me because I'm like, hold on, you only been cutting this long and you at that level? So tell everybody how long you been cutting. Um, I moved to Dallas like three years ago. Yeah. I went. I started barbecue like three years ago when I got here. Probably like a month after I got here. Yeah. I started it. And so prior to that, you hadn't been cutting? I mean, I cut before, but I never cut with guards. If that yeah. Sense. Yeah. Like, it was just whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. But it won't never nothing like serious. Like, I did that in-house. Yeah. Like, nobody knew I could do this. That's crazy. And see, because... You know, back at the old shop, I was sitting there and I'm watching you cut. I'm thinking it's something you had been doing because I'm like, everything was precise. And then I noticed that, oh, you do the locks too. Now, this is the person who's going to be responsible for my son had too, y'all. So that's why I say we, we locked in. So how you got involved with the locks? Were you doing that first or was there something that came along when you moved out here too? Nah, I was doing uh, locks first. That's like where everybody know me for back home, like doing locks. Yeah. Because it was only like a couple of us doing a lot back home. Uh-huh. That was actually like doing it with some purpose. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's what everybody know me for. And when I moved here, it was like, I just established myself as a barber first because I already knew how to do locks. Yeah. But what's crazy is, <laughs> I really just do this because it's fun. I don't really do it like, nah, most people be like, this is my passion. I knew I was going to do it. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to do this. No shit. So you had, you never thought about barbering before you came to Dallas. I went to barber school. I started barber school before in North Carolina because uh-huh. I was like, maybe it'll be some quick money. But I went for like three months. I was mm-hmm. like, up, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I left after three months. That's crazy. Now, explain this to me because, like you say, you fresh in Dallas. How was it coming down here trying to get your own clientele and carve your lane out here? Because it's a Dallas got some nice barbers. You know what I'm saying? So. And I know your clientele been jumping lately, so how did you come down here and establish your own clientele? She was working from 8 a.m. to 10, 8, 10 p.m. every day. Now, you know how back in the day, like me and you was chopping it up, I told you, man, back in the day, dudes ain't really want, you know, women cutting their hair. Is it different now, or did you did you kind of find that when you first came in the shop, like, niggas passing you up, but you see you chopping better than, you know, somebody beside you? Yeah, that definitely happened. That no happened sh- a lot. <laughs> It, I was mad. Yeah. At first. But then they'll be like, your time coming. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to just wait out a little bit longer. Just a uh-huh. little bit. And then I don't really know, like COVID. When yeah. COVID happened. Yeah. And people's favorite barber wasn't cutting no more. Yeah. That's when people was like, you don't really care about me, even though they had nowhere to go. Yeah. So they was paying me the extra fee just to cut their hair. And I was cool with it because, I mean, Y'all know my client anyway, so for y'all to just want to come over here and get cut mm-hmm. and pay extra, I was got to be doing somewhere. Yeah, run that. So, so, when did you start seeing, so you say around COVID, you start seeing the tide turn, like, hey, man, I'm getting on with this. Yeah, like, 
COVID, I was going to people's house. Like, uh-huh. I was going to some people's house so I thought I was broke, and I'm pulling up to like gated communities. I gotta put the wow. code in just to get in everybody, like everybody house back there. Yeah. Like I used to hang with like, uh, I used to hang with one dude. His his nephew is like a, a celebrity star for the Cowboys. Uh-huh. So it was like, it was like cool because I thought like. You know, like once you be plugged in with something like that, you'll think you'll like go further. But mm-hmm. once you once you don't, it's like what's your other option of like getting out there, like yeah, being yeah. known. Like, cause if you're not gonna get known through them, and they know every, everybody know them, like what you gonna do? So I just kept cutting the local people and just yeah. making them my celebrities. For real. And that's how I turned up. For real. And I ain't gonna lie, you know, like when we first start coming. You know, we was setting appointments here for the haircut, setting appointments over there to get his hair twisted. And then it was like, when we came to you, that was a one-stop shop. So that what really took me. But I'm like, do people know it's like, she rocking like this? Because that's talent right there. When you get chopped up and get twisted up and shit, you out of there with under two hours. Yeah, I had a dude that came in yesterday. He told me that same thing. Like, he was a new dude. And he was like, I just think it's amazing how you can do that. And I was exactly. like. Exactly. But to me, it's just like normal. <laughs> that's the crazy part. But that's how you know, like how it be some cats that hoop, like say a Kyrie or somebody like, you know, a Jordan Kobe. Is that it's just in them. Like this was something you picked up as a hobby. Basically, that's how it seemed. Yeah, like it you is. know what I'm saying. And and you flipped it to like now you making real bread with this shit and just that's you expanding really, your brand. I really don't like making it like feel like a job. That's why yeah. I feel like a job. I be like not going off, but kind of like expressing myself where people like. Some people can handle it, some don't. But I don't like to feel like a job. Yeah. Because it's not a job to me. So don't try to make it feel like a job. I'm going to run it like a business because at the end of the day, it is a business. Yeah. But I don't want it to be a job for me. Yeah. Just the only way I like to do it. Because when I get tired of something, I'm Mm. moving on to the next. So if it don't feel like a job, I'm good. I'm good. That means I'm having fun. But the moment it feels like a job, I don't want to do it. I'm good. (laughs) So, all right, let me ask you this then. What would you want to do if you weren't cut? Because I know you do a lot of shit, you know. Like I say, we locked in, so I know you. But what else you think you'd be doing if you weren't chopping? Um, to be honest, I'd probably be working for somebody. Yeah. I would be working for somebody because I have to build something. Yeah. Like, and barroom, you make a lot of money, and I got a mindset where now I'm changing it, but mm-hmm. it was... Like, spend it, get it right back mindset. So yep. it's like, now that it's like, I'm getting older and it's like, no, nah, you can't spend it and get it right back because what if it don't come right back? Because hard times do come around, so. And I'm going to tell you what's crazy. I done heard a lot of barbers say that. Like, especially like back in the day before Cash App really was a thing, that you exchanging money so much that unless you really disciplined with it, like, oh, you give somebody two and that was, that's another haircut. That's how they was looking at it. And you run yeah. through money fast because you're not really monitoring like a check that you no. give every two weeks or once a month. This going through your hand constantly. Yeah, so it, that's, that's the hardest part is yeah. discipline. You got to really have discipline to be, not even just a barber, somebody that's self-employed. You really got to be have discipline because if you don't, especially if your business is like moving, yeah. it'll be like spend to get it right back. Mindset. Yeah, yeah. And then especially like when you come from the country and it's like, I had to share like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like not like by choice. It was really pretty much, you know, you had by to. Force. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So 
once I got older, I was like, I'm whatever I get, I'm buying whatever I want. Exactly. So now I'm mean, I'm kind of out of that mindset because uh-huh. I feel like I done bought everything that I pretty much want, mm-hmm. rather than like my dream stuff, and that's coming soon. So. Now speaking of dream stuff, like I say, we had been supposed to do this since we cut the ribbon on the shop. But how is it being in your own shop, not with your own space, working like that? Um, I like it. I like being up in here by myself. Like, yeah. Because I can get more in tune with myself. Yeah. I can focus on the stuff I need to focus on and not focus on the stuff that everybody else looking at. Got you. So, I now, like being up in here. That's I like weird. having my own little vibe. Yeah. Ain't got to compete with nobody playlists and nothing yeah, like that. Like, just, hey, whatever you want on that day. Right. If yeah. I'm in the if I'm in the turn up mood that we lit. Oh, yeah. But some days I really be in here it'd be quiet. Yeah. And I don't really mean for it to be quiet, but I just be thinking like yeah. what's the next move? That's what's up. Now, you just said like being from the country, you know I'm from Louisiana too. I'm I'm from small town, Alexandria. What when you first moved out here was like your first big city moment where you like, damn, they doing it like this out here? <laughs> to be honest. I ain't gonna lie. The first big thing that I saw out here that was like very different from where I'm from mm-hmm. is like pimping and scamming. Yeah, that was yeah. like a total different. Like, yeah, and being at a, a popping shop, you saw all different type of people. Yeah, so like hear the conversations, not particularly like be there with these people in the morning, but like to hear the conversation, you'd be like, yo, people <laughs> really be out here wilding like that, wilding. and getting away with it. Yeah, so that was the that was the wow for me when I first moved here. It wasn't even about hair. Yeah, it was solely about that because I was like. With the word. But me, I start thinking like, how can I get the money from them? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's me. Flip it to Jumo. Yeah, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna have to stand out from the, the barbers. Yeah, I'm a female foreign, and yeah. then I do dreads and cuts. Exactly. So, like that was my way of standing out. That was my way of getting their money because a lot of the people growing their hair now. So mm-hmm. that's the win for me. Because I can get it both ways. Even not just you coming for a haircut, I can get it from you doing locks too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I be telling people, because a lot of time, you know, by you doing my son hair and he being playing sports and stuff, every event, or even if we just out as a family, just moving around the city, eating, moving or something, if he fresh out your chill, somebody's going to ask us, what's your name, what's your information? So, with your name floating around like that, did you see your business increase as you came to your new shop, or you think it's, it's just growing now over time? No, I think it like it's all my business is really from word of mouth. Yeah. Like somebody seeing somebody else here. The same type like, of scenario. Yeah. Somebody yeah. Or even me posting like a picture or something like mm-hmm. it don't really come from like me passing out cards. Yeah. I don't even do that. For real, for real. Yeah. Only because like it's good to pass out cards. I don't knock nobody for passing out cards, but sometimes you bring in the wrong crowd, like and then people like they'll feel like cause you told like basically you gave them a car so you telling them to come to get your hair cut like exactly. I can cut your hair yeah I don't want nobody to be like oh I cut your hair cause then if I don't cut your hair right then you mad exactly I don't really want you to be mad when yeah. you just you know you choose yeah so if anything you know go in under your likings you could be like well I chose to do that so mm. next time I know you know yeah cause I ain't perfect I can't cut everybody in the world yeah I Where would like she? to but yeah it'll never happen yeah so what you think about the city? Like you say, when you, <clears throat> when you come from a small town to a big city, it be a lot going on. So what you get into when you ain't chopping? To be, at first, I was outside. I was yeah. going out. I was turned <laughs> up. But now, I be in the house playing Call of Duty. 
That's it. Saving money. That's it. Yeah, I I, yeah, I be going out sometimes. Like my fiance told me this day. Well, last night she was like, "We gotta go on a date." Yeah. Cause we ain't went on a date since like I went. Like, we went to Mexico for my birthday. Cause I literally been in the house, like for real. Yeah, y'all got to step it up. Yeah, she said, "Man, we gotta go on a date because <laughs> I'm like tired of sitting over there." Yeah, she like I don't. I wanna go outside. I'm like, all right. I mean, we've been going outside, but not not just going out. Not right. particularly with each other. Like yeah. she'll go out where I went, or uh-huh. I'll be out like my sister was here, my brother. Yeah. So like I'll be out like that. But yeah. Outside of that, I did. So we do too much outside. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now, too. You're right, you right about that. So you locked in from Dallas from here on out, or you can see yourself moving, doing something else different, or you feel like this is it now? I don't even know. I hope, yeah. I hope Dallas is the last stop. Yeah. My fiance, she uh just got a job with Microsoft, so I hope they ain't they trying to fly her out and do all that now, so I hope they ain't trying to move us. Yeah. I hope not, because... I'm probably gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, you gotta follow your own lady. It was hard. She was coming up now. Yeah. I got I'm gonna have to wait at least like five years. Yeah, because you that is true, because you had to go rebrand again, get your name back. So it is a process, like you say, for barbers when they move to another city because you gotta build up their trust factor. I'ma say for some. It depends on like, I don't know, like how your marketing feels like. That's true. I really don't post pictures like that, so. And I've been telling you to do better with that. Yeah, like I've been trying, but. Yeah, you have. I see the improvement. You post them once a once a month now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, cause I feel like it really like social media really be like fake. Yeah. Like I can post Smoking what I want a picture. Like exactly. I can post somebody whole other picture. Yeah. And put my name <laughs> up on a whole other state. You would never know. You would never know. You would never know. Especially if you don't follow barbers. Exactly. If you don't follow barbers, you would never know. Yeah, but that barber game is crazy. I just be watching this one into y'all because, you know, I always tell you, I got barbers in my family. So that's all we did was grow up cutting each other hair and all that. And I was just tripped out. Like you say, three years you've been cutting and I'm looking at the phase and the transitions in your cuts. I'm like, nah, she on another level with this shit. Yeah, that, everybody be saying like, oh, I like when females cut because they get mm-hmm. more attention. I don't know. You don't see it like that? I don't I be trying to see, but I do kind of see what they be saying, but mm-hmm. not like all the time. But yeah, I do yeah. see what they say. Like, it's certain stuff that females will look for. Attention to details. Yeah, it mm-hmm. really be details. Like, yeah. like if they see something that's messed up, even if it's at the end of the cut, they'll go back and fix it. Yeah. Some yeah. dudes, it just be like pride, so they're not going to go back and fix it because they go back and fix it. They're going to feel like, oh, he messed up my cut or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really like, like you said, paying attention to detail is like, one of women's like best feature in cutting. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Now tell me this, you already got the shop up and running. I know you're doing some stuff behind the scenes, but what's phase two? What's next for um, you in the shop? I really want to get my own shop and like get people working for me. Gotcha. I guess my next um uh, I ain't gonna say by December. Uh-huh. But like next year. That's like a goal. That's what's up. Like, let everybody know how they can keep up with you, you know, and follow you. They're trying to get a cut, contact you. Let them know where to find you at. Uh, my Instagram is the Art of Smoke, T-H-E-E-A-R-T of Smoke. Um, my booking site on there, too. Even if you just want to have a conversation, <laughs> it's on there. Hey, trust me, y'all. She really good people, man. Like I said, we, when I start going, we just took her in. So it's all love with me and Jew and the fam. So 
As always, man, I appreciate y'all time taking y'all time to listen to the podcast. Always visualize your goals, and after that, accomplish those visualized goals. 9-11 is gone.